Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. And it is time for us, those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton in the studio. He is Jeff Smith, Golf Magazine Top 100 Golf Instructors in the World or the Nation, whichever you know, comes. Yeah, I mean, you can say that all you want. It's just a matter of opinion. Yeah. Like, hopefully that's what my students think. Well, we've, we've <laughs> known it for, for eons, man, you know. Well, they that's keep coming I'm, back, so that's a good thought, right? Exactly. And they keep coming back because they learn stuff. And when you learn stuff, oh. you play better. And when you play better, you have more fun. And that's what we're all about. That is true. Having more fun. I noticed that every time that we have started our show, mm-hmm. just before our listening audience hears, and we're back, there's those weekend golf guys, the starter of the show, right? You know what I hear mm-hmm. every time? What? Just once, I'd love you to go in some different order. But it's always the countdown, <laughs> right? You know, count up? <laughs> yeah. Stop that. <laughs> Because the whole three, two, one thing is just sticking in my head now. I can't get rid of that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it, it could be TV where, uh, you know, where, where you don't do it. You just do the three. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, hey, let me tell you a could little be. program note, okay? Now, yeah. this this is our, our nationally syndicated show. We do a local show in Louisville at 11 o'clock on Sunday mornings, and we do it live from a golf course somewhere. This morning, later on today, we are going to be at the Pete Dye course at French Lick. We are going to be with uh, with interim producer Tim and myself and a, a couple of guys that we know here in town that we do some business with. And, and our caddy, Randy, who is probably the best caddy at French Lick, at least the most enjoyable, most entertaining. We are going to be there playing golf during the showtime from 11 till noon. We're going to be playing longer than that, but we will be playing while the show is on. So what we're going to do is we're going to be broadcasting live, not from the Pete Dye golf course, but on the Pete Dye golf course. And you are going to hear basic play-by-play commentary (laughs) of of the average guys foursome at a very tough golf course. And all I can promise you is it's going to be hilarious. So here's a couple things. First question, who's doing the beeping? We got to rely on the guy back in the studio for the seven-second delay. We'll tell you how to access that and listen to it. We got a lot more. We got a a special guest coming up. We've got some great lessons we're going to tell you about. Uh, You're going to play better when you get done listening to us right now. So hang out. We'll be right back. We are those weekend golf guys. I want to share some information, some inflammation information with you. You know, inflammation is what causes most of your aches and pains in your body. My wife has been able to stop using her knee brace at work, even though she's still on her feet 12 hours a night, three nights a week. And I'm no longer limping off the 18th green because our knee pain is gone. The Relief Factor Secret has four key ingredients. Each one works on a different metabolic pathway that helps your body heal the inflammation that causes many everyday pains. Remember, inflammation information is what we're offering you today. You have a choice. You can be skeptical, order it for yourself, and then believe, or you can just say, okay, John, if you say so, I'll try it, and 
Try it yourself, and then you'll believe, too. We're going to make it easy as possible for you to try Relief Factor. Seth and Pete Talbot, the father-son creators, have put together a three-week quick start and discounted it to just nineteen ninety-five. So you need to do what my wife and I do. We went to relieffactor.com slash golf, and we ordered a three-week quick start. Do it for yourself. You'll be glad you did. Again, to claim your three-week quick start for nineteen ninety-five, just go to relieffactor.com slash golf. Attention anyone who is impacted by the current pandemic and has $2,000 or more in credit card debt. If any credit card companies extended your credit with attractive interest rates or low minimum balances, and now because of it, you owe thousands of dollars in credit card debt, here's some really great news. It happened to millions of people at no fault of their own. But thanks to a powerful program now approved, anyone with $2,000 or more in credit card debt can cut their credit card payments up to half and reduce or eliminate interest charges altogether. That's right. Our nation wide nonprofit program is helping U.S. residents cut their credit card payments. We've helped over half a million people with their credit card debt, and now we can help you. Bad credit card debt happens to good people. Get free of credit card debt today. Call Credit Guard of America now at 800-672-6925 to see how this powerful nonprofit program can work for you. The call and information are free. Call 800-672-6925. That's 800-672-6925. 800-672-6925. It's us, those weekend golf guys. We're back again. John Ashton here in studio. Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave, Enberg, Indiana's Timbergate Golf Course. His uh, his very well appointed indoor golf studio. Even though he has a very well appointed golf course just outside the the door to his well appointed right. indoor. You know what? Golf. When it rains, we come inside. When it's dark, we come inside. When we need the mm-hmm. technology, we come inside. When it's too stinking hot, we come inside. <laughs> Other than that, we're outside, baby. Damn, a lot of man. stuff that I do with people on the golf course, you know, because there's all these situations that they run into that we need to handle so they play better golf. It yeah. isn't always about a golf swing and how to make a golf ball move this way or that way or how to fix their problems. It has come to my attention, and I'm I'm sure this is not, you know, at all something I made up. This is just something that dawned on me that people have told sure? me forever. Yeah, I'm positive. It finally, I finally saw the light. But the most, you know, how people say the most. What was it? Uh, ben Hogan said the most important golf shot is the next one. Okay, yeah, that, sure. that very well could be, and I understand that. But overall, the most important shot in your in your litany of shots or your series of shots or whatever on any particular given hole would be the approach shot. Would be the shot well, where you expect isn't it? to line right. to wind up on the green. Whether that be an iron shot from the middle of the fairway or whether that be a, a, a chip shot from the fringe or what. It's just the shot where you expect to be on the green. <laughs> Whenever that shot comes into your series of shots on any particular hole. And there are so many things that we don't we don't take into consideration. We do it the same way every time, no matter what. We we you've yelled at me for walking up, you know, looking at at the as I walk up to a, a ball off the green, I pull a wedge out and you go, Are you sure that's the one you need? Because you don't know the law, you don't know the conditions, you don't and it's like I man, do I know that you're too lazy to carry more than one. I do know <laughs> that. I'm also not not cognizant enough of the differences in order to know which one would work best. For those of you out in Radio Land, I'm leaning a wedge into the camera going, John. Yes. These are not that heavy. Take more. <laughs> yeah. There. But still, I mean, what, what's the difference between using the 52, 56, or 60-degree wedge? What, what would be the, the criteria that you would use? Because those are my three choices with wedges. Well, or this 49 is exactly with what I wedge. do with people on the golf course, right? Okay. And say, okay, why am I choosing this club, this shot? Well, the first thing is there's the requirements of the shot that you're looking at, right? Do mm-hmm. you have to carry it over something, yay or nay, right? Right. What if you don't? What if all of a sudden things are good and you don't have to fly it up there? And so you're in a you're in a situation that you're not in trouble. You don't have to pitch it up over a bunker to a tight flag. What if it's a simple, easy one where you're out in the, the fringe, you know, 20 yards in front of the center of the green, and you can hit any kind of shot you want? Okay. That's when this question comes because now all of a sudden it's a choice, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, the one that I just described where you got to pop it up over the bunker and land it short, you know, you would have to be in, and I say this in the nicest possible terms, John, 
you would have to be a crazy person to try to hit a low bump and run shot in that situation. <laughs> yeah, you would. So the shot really, you know, the, the, the lie and the situation somewhat dictate to you what you ought to be doing. Sure. But yeah. when you have choice, now is when your question that says, well, what's the difference now? Why don't I use a 60? Why do I use 56? Why do I use 52? Why don't I use a pitching wedge? Why don't I use a nine iron? All right. So now all of a sudden we get to look at it and go a simple shot, 20 yards in front of the center of the green, pins close to the center. You can fly it there. You can bounce it there. You can putt it there. You can do all kinds of stuff, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. First, which one do you think that you have the greatest chance for success without a high chance of failure? That's the one I want to know. Now, okay. does that mean that's the conservative shot? Uh, I suppose. What if you have... What if you're spectacular with your 60-degree wedge in pitching it there and you are lousy with the bump and run nine iron? Mm -hmm. There's a situation where you get to choose which one you have, and almost everybody would go, oh, well, this one says that you must hit a bump and run nine iron because it's wide open and you can't. But what if that's a low percentage shot for you, John? What if you have just become an expert with your 56 and your 60 degree wedge at the higher, softer pitch shot? Let's say that you have been. I know the grins on your face. I can tell. Right. <laughs> I just said, John, an expert in the same sentence. And I did not laugh. <laughs> so you're going, OK, when's the other shoe going to drop? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. But let's let's just look at it for what it is, shall we? I mean. What if you became so stinking good at one shot, you had a high percentage of success and a low percentage of, of failure? Well, then go hit that one. Mm -hmm. And somebody will say, well, wait a minute, this shot, it, it calls for a different shot. Okay, well, then go get good at that one, too. I know. John yeah. knew it was coming. He's like, <laughs> there you go. He box me into a corner. He's going to say that <laughs> practice word. Damn. Right? <laughs> <laughs> good. He got me again. No, really, I, I kind of insist on players realizing that they can hit both types of shots. And then there's a situation that calls for one or the other. And so let's say you wanted to play, you know, the ball a little bit further back in the stance, like say just barely to the backside of center and the mm -hmm. handle just barely board of center. And you want to just kind of scrape your club across the surface, a low bump and run kind of a shot, but you wanted to do it with a 56 degree wedge. So it would pop up in the air and pitch up over the front of the green and check a little bit and then roll out. You would do that, but it's a bump and run shot. Right. Just not a club that runs out like a nine iron. Right. So if I or give you can always put it and not have to worry about it or the other shot, and then I give you the thought that you could, John, you could take all the clubs to the green mm -hmm. without having you grumble about it being, oh, they're so heavy or, oh, why don't I just take my whole bag? You know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. Point is, is that you can, you can choose one or the other based on what your, what your strengths are. But at the same time, look at the situation and see maybe you're into the grain. And maybe that's going to check up a little bit. So maybe you do want a little bit more rollout because mm -hmm. if you had a shot that was going to land into the grain of the slope into the hill, or maybe it was just a little bit uphill. Now, all of a sudden that higher, softer trajectory stops and it doesn't roll out so much. And maybe you need that. So maybe you want to go a little lower on this one. That makes sense. Cause it if does. you're, if you're doing that and you do make the right choice of club, then you're in pretty good shape. But if you make the wrong choice of club, you got a long putt. So it boils down to knowing your limitations, knowing your abilities, well, practicing. And, yeah, I know. Practice your weakness. <laughs> I know. It does boil down to that, John. I hate to say it. Mm. Well, no, I don't. You just hate to hear it. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is how it works. Yeah, that's <laughs> how it works. But uh, again, though, taking taking into consideration, we will we will uh, delve deeper into this when we come back. But taking into consideration the surroundings, something that a lot of us don't do, we we don't stop to think whether it's you know it's been dry for the last three weeks, or we got three inches of rain two days ago, or the the wind is blowing in our face or at our back, or you know we're on the side of a hill, things like that. We don't. We don't stop to think. It, it becomes almost like we do it by rote when we get there. 
And um, there's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of things that we need to take into consideration before we just wail away with a club at the ball. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> You're not saying be. anything, man. That scares me. <laughs> I'm I'm just waiting for you to say something I don't agree with, right? Okay. I just it's funny that you know. It, all right, I'm going to speak to those of us out in radio listener land again. Okay. On talks a good game. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's our logo, man. We talk a good game. There it is, right? <laughs> but you know, it, it's interesting because. Let's think about how often you actually practice what you just said uh, on the golf course. Berate right? me a little bit. Go ahead. No, I won't. I just <laughs> want to point out the fact that you could save three or four shots around. Yeah. Yeah. Just right? paying attention. You could. And and I'll, I'll give you some some specifics of, of doing that, too, when we come back. Uh, we are those weekend golf guys. Got a special guest coming up a little bit later in the show. But hang out because you're going to learn what you need to take into consideration in order to lose those three or four strokes around because he was talking about the proverbial you not just me you but you you too we'll be right back we are those weekend golf guys the entire season of golf so far there's been rounds of golf followed by rounds of drinks and it seems that that one always begets the other for some reason but one thing that we haven't had this year that we've always had is that argument about real beer light beer spirits no, because we finally found something that everybody is actually going to agree on. And that was Arnold Palmer Spiked. I mean, who doesn't like that real juice and the iced tea combination? And you add 5% alcohol by volume to it, and boom, you've got a hit. It tastes great, and it is something everybody in your group is going to agree on. What they're not going to agree on, maybe, is the size. You want to get a multi-pack? You want to get a tall 24-ounce can? You know, whether you're on the links or on the lake or wherever you are, it's going to be perfect for you. It's Arnold Palmer Spiked, and you can find it in a store near you at arnoldpalmerspiked.com slash golfguys. Or you can search for it on Drizzly or Instacart, but why bother? Just go to arnoldpalmerspiked.com slash golfguys, 2021 Hornell Brewing Company, Memphis, Tennessee. Malt beverage with natural flavors. Celebrate responsibly. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, we are back. Those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. And and what we're talking about is basically paying attention, paying attention to your surroundings, paying attention to your environment, paying attention to the tight lie. Is it is it overgrown grass? Is it level? Is it uphill, downhill? You know, you, you got to take all this stuff you know, into the wind and not throwing the the grass up in the air because that don't mean nothing unless you're planning on hitting a ball worm burner. Look at the tops of the trees. So yeah, you know? I think that's so that's funny what... when people do that. But, you know, I think it's funnier when the professionals do it. If you're just going to throw it up like head high, why don't you just look at your pants and they're flapping? I mean, are you going to hit a head high shot? No. <laughs> Hopefully not. Yeah. They're like, well, which way is the wind blowing? They're, I think they're just looking to see if it's cross wind or not, right? But you can still okay. look at the trees. But it is hard if you're sitting, you're dressing your ball, and you feel no wind. It doesn't occur to you that maybe 20, 30, 60, 80 feet above you, there is wind that will come into play on this shot. Especially if you're on a par three over water, folks. You know, the most frustrating thing in the world is hitting a beautiful shot into a breeze and watching your ball as it angles 
right toward the flag, nice, high, beautiful arc, gets to the top of its arc, and then kind of sits in suspended animation as the wind grabs it and keeps it there until dropping it unceremoniously into the water in front of you. That's the hardest part because you know it's like that's the moment where you, you're just kissing away $4. Goodbye. <laughs> See you later. That ball's not coming back. It's not coming down on the green. It's not even coming down in the bunker right in front. When it's just floating up in the air, you're just waving goodbye to a $4 golf ball. That's right. That's what you're doing. But those are the things that, that so few of us amateur golfers actually consider. And and our, our guest has arrived. We're, we're coming to you, Connie. Hang out. Be cool. Just just hang out in the green room there and, you know, just try not to drink too heavily until we get you I want to know if the room's really green. It is not green. It's brick. It's a brick house. It is a brick room. <laughs> Hi, Connie. Ow. John got doing? it. Hey, Jeff, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Brick house. <laughs> Right. Connie Willis is joining us. She is a she's a friend of mine. She is a golfer. She is Yay. a uh, a radio TV host. She um, she's a golfer. And, uh, <laughs> she's and, funny. She's cool. She's hot. <laughs> she's everything you've ever wanted. <laughs> she's everything. All rolled up into one she's package. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but we're talking about about paying attention to your surroundings on the golf course. Oh. And I don't mean like, you know, looking to see if Bigfoot's in trees or anything like that. What I mean is, you know, with but the wind we should blowing. do that too. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that next time. But, <laughs> but, but, you know, just little things that we don't pay attention to, like where's the wind coming from? How, how dry is this grass? How thick is this grass? How wet is this grass? What, what direction is right. the grass growing in? I yeah. mean, all the stuff that affects what we do, but maybe we don't know enough to know how it affects us. Yeah, I think you know how there's that the the putt putt games. Mm-hmm. Is putt putt still around? Yeah, more or less. Yeah. It yeah. Is. is there one? And you guys may know. Is there one that's way more updated for real, you know, serious golfers that has the different layouts of the grass going to the left, to the right, and then fans blowing certain ways? Wouldn't that be a great thing? I have heard that there are some some miniature golf courses that are using real grass and real greens. I like that. I haven't seen any of them, but I, you know, I'm hearing. Maybe it's a figment there, of your imagination. It's a thing in Florida, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you and know, see, Florida that could be indoor as well. Right? Yeah, could be. Could be. Yeah, it could. So I, again, I've been Jeff? hearing about these oh, okay. these new ones that uh, that Tiger Woods is, is behind. It seems like uh, more of an entertainment center, uh, but they've got large undulations and all kinds of stuff. And I don't know whether they're artificial or whether they're real grass. I don't mm-hmm. know that yet. But I do know that they've got lights on them, and so it's a it's a whole big, whole big thing. I, I don't remember yeah. the name of these things, but he's got a handful of them, apparently. I so there's a golf good. tech next to me. That's is that? Are you familiar with that? And is that just driving? Yeah, is that driving? Is so, it just driving? No. Oh it's no, it's not. Golf tech is is um, basically it's a good uh, place to learn to play. They've got they hire a whole bunch of PJ professionals. They train them very well. A good friend of mine, um, Nick Clearwater, is the uh, the director of instruction for Golf Tech nationally, and they train people out in Denver, and their their national headquarters uh-huh. is in Denver, Colorado. Well, and so there's one right next to me, <laughs> right next to me. What's his name? <laughs> I'll go you should go. Yeah. Well, I see. Uh, what looks like to me golfers going in and out of there that you know it's just a cold day or snowy day or something, and they're just like getting some golf in kind of thing. So it's more beginners. No, they, they've got beginners to intermediates and they've got some pretty good players that are still training yeah. in places like that. Yeah. So yeah. There, there's a lot of good there. When there's a lot of good there. I, I don't know if I would basically categorize it as that, but generally speaking, the majority of the golfers who are trying to learn to play better golf. So it's a, it's a training and, and you so, golf. so it's got cameras on you and you're practicing and working on your swing and stuff. Is that? Yeah. And they've got the computer renditions yeah. of what you look like in 3d and they oh, can yeah. show you what you're doing okay. wrong with the computer and everything. But 
is there for, for, for golfers like Connie and I, who, who, you know, don't play as often as we'd like to, or don't practice as often as we should. <laughs> if, speak if, for yourself there. If John. at all, if at all. <laughs> In a while. <laughs> True. Yeah. Don't lie to me, Connie. Okay. I know it's killing me. I'm like, right. come on, you guys help me out. <laughs> is, is there, is there like some, some glossary that you can take with you to check and say, okay, this, this grass is brown. Therefore it's going to yeah. affect the shot this way. When I hit it, are you asking me if somebody wrote this all? Yes. If someone wrote it, it all down. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot is of books there... that are out there, John. Are you looking to find out that somebody binds them all together? Is that where you're going? I'm just it? looking for a one sheeter, man. <laughs> <laughs> Notes, please. A one sheeter. Just yeah. a little crib sheet. You know, that's all I need. <laughs> Man, I don't know how many that. times you can fold that piece of paper. You know, if you really want. <laughs> a one-sheeter. Yeah. It's a great idea, though. It's a great question, John. I'm backing you up. I'm supporting you. you on this one. You're welcome. <laughs> I take it no. the answer is no. Huh? <laughs> Not that I've seen. <laughs> John, you I've and seen. I will put that together. We have, we have a project now. Exactly. John. Let's say it's a sheet of paper, one sheet, right? How big is this sheet of paper and how small is the print? And how are your eyes doing? Well, okay. Th those are questions I hadn't I hadn't considered. Okay. Let's don't go into the details right now. Okay. Let's just talk about that later. <laughs> I'm just talking about the concept. The concept of of is there a way that that condition A gets result B with shot C? You know, yeah, or, or is that just... all the, there's a lot of factors, John. Let's talk about the one you mentioned, right? Like the grass is a little drier. <laughs> okay. You know what it means? It means the club's going to pass through it a little bit easier mm -hmm. than if it's wetter and more dense and grabby. There's going to be a lot less friction. Right. Okay. Which also means the club can get on the back of the golf ball a little bit easier. So chances are good that you'll actually have more spin. Because a lot of times you get into thicker grass and dense grass and wet grass, and all of a sudden there's moisture and blades of grass in between the ball and the face of the club, and it just doesn't spin a lot. Right. So there's a couple things that we could predict, right? Cleaner contact and more spin. Right. We could predict okay. those two things. So cleaner contact, more spin would mean that the ball hopefully will fly a little bit farther. And... uh well, but the, the more spin check up means, on you as well, right? Yeah, it'll check up, but it also will react to any wind that may be around more than it would if it weren't spinning so much, wouldn't it? Were you talking about putting or now you're talking no, about no, driving? Just, He's yeah. off the green shots, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, iron, just, iron shots, yeah, from the fairway or whatever. Yeah, you got that. So you I got to figure it out. Putting, but now we're yeah. to the other. Yeah. Okay. And John, you're good. You're a great golfer. You really are. You're one of those great See, weekend See, that's why she's golfers. invited. That's, that's why, why she's here. invited. Yes. <laughs> he owes me a lot, too, afterwards. But, but no, those yes, are We don't have to talk about that. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that there's a payoff being somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool, though. Um, so so let's go. To, so going back to the putting green, if it is dry, it's going to go faster. Yeah, what determines the speed? What kind of grass determines the speed? Well, a couple things come into play, um, like you just mentioned, if it's dry. So the moisture in the green, right, and how thick the blades of grass are to begin with. So, for example, let's say you go to the southeast and you're playing on um, Bermuda grass and the blades of grass are somewhat bristly and dense. They tend to be a little slower. And then you show up in the, the middle of the country and then you, you deal with bent grass that is, say, finer blade grass, and it's thinner and softer, and the ball rolls very fast. And then you go out to the West Coast, and you're playing on, say, Poana grass, which is somewhat oh, fluffier and more filled with moisture because they're on the coast, so they get a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of moisture in the air all the time. And then those will run a little bit slower. So it's pretty interesting how conditions and different kinds of grass will seriously affect the putt. Not to mention, which golf courses like to have faster greens so they dry them out by not watering them so much. 
if Mother Nature is not doing it. Uh, that makes them faster. How they cut their greens. Some single cut them every other day. Some people single cut them every day. Some, some places double cut their greens, meaning they cut it once and they go back over the thing, cut it the other way. And then some of them actually roll the greens. They get a roller out there, John. So try to imagine, wow. John, somebody's got a, oh, a mower without mowing blades and they just have the rollers on the front of them and they just mm-hmm. go roll them so they're firm and smooth yeah. after they've already yeah. cut them. Yeah, cut it and then roll it and then you'd probably be better off putting on a sheet of glass. Yeah. Um, So much intent, though. I love this. I had no idea there was so much intention that we put on it ourselves. And this is stuff that that you have to take into consideration. There's a lot more coming up, too. Hang out with us because we're coming right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Do you know what this sound is? That's my face after shaving with my old razor. You know what this sound is? My new razor. It's from Harry's. It is sharper. You can you can have people tell you, yeah, get this razor. It's going to be closer and, you know, sharper blades closer. They're going to stay sharper longer. And you're going to go, yeah, right. That's what everybody says. And then you go and you see how much a Harry's razor blade costs. And you go, whoa, 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 whoa. That is so much less expensive than the stuff I've been using. I am going to try it. And then you try it and you go, whoa, 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 whoa. It is so much closer than what I have been using. Why haven't I done this before? Do it now. We got a deal. Harrys.com slash golf guys. Go there now and you'll get a five blade razor, a weighted ergonomic handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel blade cover. That's a $13 value and you'll get it all for just three bucks. Never been a better time. $13 value for three bucks. Go to harrys.com slash golf guys. Redeem that offer and try the best razor you have ever used and try it now. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $2 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're being taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $2. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 45 blue pills or 45 yellow pills for $99 and add five more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call us at 800-708-5127 and get your 50 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now. 800-708-5127. 800-708-5127. 800-708-5127. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And we are back, as promised. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith, our special guest, Connie Willis. Who, uh, real quick, Connie, what is it that you're hosting this week? You've got all kinds of stuff, TV, streaming, <laughs> radio, the whole nine yards, man. Nope. Today's it. That's all I got. That's, this is us. Today is us. Huh? No. <laughs> so my show is uh, Blue Rock Talk, and it's got mm-hmm. uh, Far Out Thursday, which is anything far out in the world. And then I do, mm-hmm. and these are live uh, live streams, very interactive. Um, then I do Bigfoot Friday, talking to Bigfoot researchers. They're real. Mm-hmm. They're real. They're real. And then I do something uh, that's a part of that show called Creepy Hotspots. 
taking you to live investigations. Everybody's interactive with it of live investigations of UFOs, strange lights in the sky, Bigfoot, Dogman, hauntings, things like that. It's mm -hmm. really fun. It's the real deal. If you're on the fence, jump in. You'll you'll know this stuff is real. If you're into it, you'll love it. It's a safe spot for you to talk about it. But that's called Blue Rock Talk, and that is at ConnieWillis.com. Listening to the last segment, a lot of you going, oh, great. In order to be a good golfer and a good putter, I have to know agronomy now. Uh, Not really. <laughs> you just got to understand that all you got to do is just take a walk on the green. Okay. And you can figure it out. How firm is it? Guess what? If it's really firm, it's not soft. Ball's going to roll pretty quickly. And you could even look at the green, John. You could take off your glasses, clean them off a little bit, put them back on, and look <laughs> at the green and go, uh -huh. okay, the grass looks dark. So that means, John, you're putting into the grain, the way the grass grows out of the slope, right? So into the grain also means into a slope. Down grain means you're looking at the other way from the tops of the blades of grass and they're all shiny. And that also means it's either flat or downward. So you look at that and you're like, okay. all you got to do is take a walk and look a little bit. So dark grass would be slower than light grass. Yes, because it's growing against light. you. Write that down. A lot of times we know that the grain has an effect, but we can't remember. Is dark slow? Is dark fast? So darker is faster. Lighter is slower. No. That's where you got that backwards. I I put it backwards. Darker is slower. Lighter is faster. I need to take notes, Light. sir. Yes, you do need to take notes. Hold you on. Do your own compendium here. <laughs> well, you but, know what I would do, and and John, you would you would do it as well. If I remember, we'd show up, you know, an hour earlier and go mm -hmm. putt on the greens there, the little putting greens to practice, yeah. and that gives you the best idea. Now I have more ammo. Thank you, Jeff. Because it it changes, mm -hmm. you know, from green to green. It, it, yeah. it does. Well, so that's here's true. the thing, John. Here's I know, Connie, John loves to, to complain about golf course architects and superintendents, <laughs> right? What they're doing is, is they're setting their golf course up for a certain level of difficulty, right? So the golf course architect builds golf courses where they have a certain amount of pitch in the greens because someone asked them for a harder golf course and they comply. So they give them a tough piece of ground to play on because it's a challenge. John calls them sadists. <laughs> I just call them. They, they, they just got paid to do a job and they did their job, right? <laughs> Guy pays Jack Nicholas to build the easiest golf course in the world. Jack will go, well, that's not my thing. But if you're paying me a lot of money, I'll go build you the easiest golf course right. in the world. Right. But nobody says that. They don't go get Jack Nicholas and ask him for an easy golf course. They go get Jack Nicholas and ask him for a hard one. So he builds them a hard one. Mm -hmm. And he finds a really cool piece of ground and then they shape it a little bit extra and then they put different grasses on it to make it hard because they're sadists, John. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then they go out and they hire the meanest cold-blooded superintendent that they can find and they pay him a lot of money and then they horsewhip him so he's angry all the time and he makes it hard on golfers. <laughs> That's exactly what they do. Yes. Thank That's, you. So We've there. known that forever. <laughs> exactly what they do, John. <laughs> I was right all along. Yeah. Hey, I'm on viral now. I, I talked with, um, well, we've had him on the show, too. I, I talked with uh, uh, Augie, Augustine Pisa, who's the yes. uh, golf architect that's, that's doing great things in Latin America. And now he's just opened an office in San Diego, and he's doing great. But he's just teamed up with Brandel Chambly. And they're doing a 24-hole golf course in the shape of Ooh. butterfly wings. So wow. you can play six, you can play 12, you can play however many holes you want to, uh, trying to reinvent golf. But six of those holes, they are designing specifically for the LPGA. And we have had this conversation before. Women's golf, women's professional golf is closer to amateur men than oh. is men's professional golf. Oh, by okay. a long shot. I'm I'm not going to hit a pitching wedge 185 yards. Well, not solidly. Yeah, not not unless I'm only 12 yards away. You know? But I will be able to hit my seven iron 150 160, which is what you see a lot of the the. I'm, I'm not going to say the younger women now because they're working out and and they're they're getting as powerful as some of the young guys, but. The average LPGA player is going to hit at 160, 150, 167 R. So a golf course that is designed for the LPGA is going to be one that is going to be more conducive to my game 
being an amateur mm-hmm. male player. I'm, I'm going to go now to the Pete Dye course in a little, in a couple hours from now. Okay. And I'm going to be playing on a course where the trouble is all way in front of where I'm going to be able to hit. It's designed for guys who hit the ball farther than do I. If it were designed for my game, then there would be bunkers right at the landing spot I was supposed to be at. So I'm just saying that, that the design is going to be more conducive to, to amateur players being able to take advantage of the toughness of a golf course. Is, is that a fair way of state, stating it, you think? I think so. I, I think that it's important to – you have to be challenged by the design of the golf course from the set of tees you play from. Yes. Right? And I think that that's important because you have to, in order to say, carry it over a bunker, John, you better hit a really good one. Instead of just having an average shot carrying over the bunker because then the bunker's not even in play for you and then the hole is just boring. Mm-hmm. It's not even an entertaining thing to do. No, but if my average drive is 220 yards and there's a bunker on the left and the right somewhere between 210 and 240, that's going to come into play for me. It is. Yeah. I liked how you said if. That was good. It was good <laughs> deflection. I like that. <laughs> That's strong word. I love your, your <laughs> word usage. It's almost like you grew up on radio or something. Hey, I'm a professional, man. You wordsmith things a lot. It's broadcaster. What you do. Total yeah. broadcaster. He's great. I'm yeah. impressed. I'm yeah. sitting back listening. A, it's a great. Pro's pro. But again, just getting back to the to the overriding topic of, of paying attention to your surroundings. Because like you said, the green, the, the color of the, the grass on the green will give you a different result. Um, <clears throat> However, how you react to those results takes a lot of, and I'm going to use this word much against my better judgment, practice. Ah, practice, practice. I mean, I can look and I can say, okay, it's dark three quarters of the way to the hole, which means it's going to be slow and then it's going to get light, which means it's going to go faster for the last quarter of, a, of the trip. What I need to do to translate that to how hard I hit the ball is still something I have no idea. I have not yet equated what I can see to what I can do. <laughs> I know how you could actually say, learn how to do that over a course of time. And generally yeah. speaking, it involves some sort of repetition. <laughs> yeah. But that's what's great about golf. Even when you practice, it's fun. Oh, it's yeah. still fun. It's it so is. I enjoy it so much. It so is. Jeff, I got a question for you. I was raising my hand. Yeah. Hey. yeah. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, hey y'all. Hey, hey, the whole time. We're good. <laughs> yeah, you didn't wave back, I noticed. <laughs> um, so one of the things oh. that I seem to be good at, I'm very happy about, it, and you can tell me why I do this particular thing but i know it works great anyway but it also works great when it's windy because it cuts right through when i drive it's normally a line drive and i love it and it just just keeps going and going and going and then when it hits the ground it continues to go and go and go and you know we're kidding yeah, it's, and it, so it cuts through the wind, everything. But what am I doing to make it do that? Or should I not even ask because it's right the way it is? Because I'm happy with that. So do you care why? Is, is it because you're trying to do something different or you're just happy with what you're doing and you'd like to play in bliss? Well, I was just trying to join the conversation because we were talking about perception. So I was adding <laughs> what what I, what I like so, about that line drive is when it's windy. I'm okay. Where most people say, oh, it's windy. I don't want to yeah. play. And I'm like, no, oh, it's windy. I can play. Let's go. Oh, it's very true. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of people who struggle in the wind because they don't have the shot that you have. You know, they hit these big high floaters and you know, I've got some students. Let's just collectively just call them John, right? It's a common <laughs> thing we do on this okay. show is when we talk about some of these, we just, we just label them. We just call them John. So let's say that John's out there and he's struggling with his golf swing, and his ball has just popped up into the air, generally speaking, when they launch that high and they just spin, they just balloon up into the air, and then they fall down real quickly, a lot of times people are swinging downward with their driver, hitting it high up on the club face while it's moving down. It launches up high because the faces on drivers are curled upward a little bit toward the crown, 
And then they just spin a lot and they just shoot up into the air and they float and they fall down to the ground and they just don't go anywhere. So they don't have what you have, Connie. And so what they, what then I tell them to do is apparently what you're already doing, which is swinging a tad bit more level and maybe even slightly on the way up. So that way they wouldn't be putting that much spin on the golf ball. So it penetrates off the face a little bit better. So all I do is I tell them to think about a hammer hitting a nail coming in very level to the surface. And all of a sudden things get really a lot better. Just that you know, bit of an Yeah. You know, it was when I very first started playing golf, somebody had given, it was a pro. I was in radio um, in Orlando and he had given me uh, a set of clubs and he said, listen, take three lessons with me before you do anything else. So you won't get any bad habits. I'll at least start you out correctly. So, you know, that helps then. I didn't have yeah. those bad habits. That's great. Right. Because, you know, some things happen with, with golfers who are trying to do something different. Instead of just going out there going, hey, just go be normal and things are pretty good. So, Connie, obviously you just – I don't even know if I want to tell you what it is you must be accomplished or must be doing because I, know. I don't want to put that stuff in your head, right? Exactly. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Why I agree. Don't, don't fix that. that. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't break it, right? That's right. So, you know, if you could just sit out there and play golf and think, man, this is great. The only time that you struggle with the tee shot is if you got to hit it over water. If it's that line drive one, right? It's not going, going quite so high. Oh, well, you know, if I or think I can nail level. it over it, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Or maybe at sea level where the ball doesn't travel as far, which is why John doesn't want to live in Florida. He wants to go live in Colorado where you are because <laughs> he gets about 15% more. Oh, so we, we, so I would too. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, get yeah. 15 air, thin air, Connie. Uh-huh. It's yeah, that, whole mile high, that whole mile high thing actually affects yeah. golf balls. And it would be, in, as we were talking about, you know, paying attention to your surroundings, that is something when you're at, at altitude, um, it, it, the ball goes farther because you have less resistance. You all shouldn't have told me because the next time I go, I would be going, wow, look how great I am. <laughs> I've improved well, without not, practice. This not playing for three years has really helped. <laughs> I would go, John, I'm that's great is, now. Yeah. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> okay. So uh, we can't say it often enough. Pay attention to your surroundings. There are so many things that come into play from the wind to the grass you're on to um, to the condition of your clubs. Clean the face, the clean the grooves yes. now and again, buddy. He said <laughs> to himself. Wait a minute. I, I've seen your clubs. Are you talking to the mirror? Is that yeah. what you're doing right? Exactly. That's what I'm doing, man. Clean those clubs. Get those grooves. You know, when, when you hit a shot with a brand new wedge, <laughs> whoa, are they supposed to do that? Wow. We've got more. We'll wrap it up when we come right back. Stick with us. We are those weekend golf guys. 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose. Is it surprising? Of course not, because you're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts. They've got more tools and more time, and you don't stand a chance. That's why I love Stat Hero. This is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. It's it's one to one. Stat Hero shows you their lineup and dares you to beat them. So it's you versus the house head to head fantasy matchups. I did the U.S. Open. They told me who they had. I picked who I wanted. My guys are going to beat theirs. It is easy and I am in control. Stat Hero, daily fantasy sports the way it was meant to be, one on one. Go to stathero.com slash golf guys and sign up for free. Do it right now. And right now, you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match and that's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash golf guys. Stathero.com slash golf guys. It is us, those weekend golf guys. A few moments left. Again, I want to reiterate, if, if you're listening to this on, on the Sunday morning when it's supposed to be listened to on the radio, you can go to our Facebook page and check out the link. We are playing golf live on the radio from the Pete Dye course at French Lake later on this morning. It's going to be hilarious. So we've cool. We've got four guys, and we've got the, a caddy who's the best caddy at French Lake. Who, who you has, know you're going to have to warn all four of those guys, right? <sighs> Oh yeah, he's he's got it. You know, we we tip the caddy heavily, so uh, he won't he won't be too mean. But it is going to be a lot of work for uh, 
for Douglas back at the station. He's going to have to keep his finger on that seven second delay button big time. So you, you can do that again. Just go to a facebook.com slash golf guys and get the link to listen to it live. Uh, no matter where you are in the country, you can listen. There's a live streaming link for the radio station that we are on big exports radio here in Louisville. So do that later on today. And, and it, of course, if, if this isn't live, you're listening to it. If this is not Sunday, you're listening, then of course you can always go to those weekendgolfguys.com and you can listen to the podcast version of that show. Also, we're always there. So man, it's going to be I'm happy fun. to hear that, John, because we, a long time ago, we would, we would talk about that kind of thing doing yeah. it. So I'm so happy. You're yeah. Like, and it just awesome. decided, you know, heck I've, I've got the, we have the technology exactly, and we can do it now. Exactly. So, so it's it's going to be fun, but uh, Jeff Smith, golf Cause if you want this game to be fun, there's one thing. And again, Jeff has said this and I have said this and I have, I have mentioned this to a few friends of mine, take a lesson or yeah. 12 because it's so much more fun to do it right. Because when you do it right, you do it better. And when you do it better, you score less. And when you score less, it's so much more fun. You know, when you wind walk up, doing it the, more. yes, you wind up doing it more. And especially for us in this area, where, where we are in the Kentuckiana area, Indiana, Kentucky, we have great golf courses and the greens fees. I don't think I've paid more than 50 bucks to play 18 holes anywhere in, in town. Is that and because you're a radio guy and you kind of do trade? <laughs> no, it's because that's the way they charge around here. Jeff, It's great. That so. is true. When I was living in Florida, oh my gosh, it was just outlandish fees. Yes. Outlandish. Yes. And you're in the middle of the sun too baking most, all day. Most it's places. So anyhow, crazy. just check us out. Thoseweekendgolfguys.com Facebook.com slash golfguys. You can go to jeffsmithgolfinstruction.com or you can just hang out here and get tidbits that are going to help you every week so take a lesson take some clubs go find a course to play at pay attention to your surroundings and then go play some golf for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.